Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Va'era Chameshi, the fifth Aliyah in Parshas Va'era. Our Aliyah is a little shorter, 12 psukim, running from Perak Ches, Pasuk Zayin to Yud Ches, 12 psukim long, and the topic is lice and wild animals. At the beginning of the Aliyah we hear about the Tzvardim, the frogs disappearing, and then we hear that they are, they all die in place, and they are uh, everywhere, and they're decaying, and it's smelly, and it's disgusting. Um, and they put them into these large piles, and this is the end of the plague, and again, Pharaoh does not listen. Then we hear about the third plague, where Hashem tells Moshe to tell Aaron again to stretch out his staff and to smite the land, the, the soil of the earth, and is going to turn to kinim, these lice, these, uh, these little insects. That's what happens, he does it, and all the earth turns into kinim, it affects human beings, and it affects animals, all the dust turns into kinim. And the Khartumim are, um, are trying to do this, but they cannot produce the kinim. Um, and they say to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. But nonetheless, Pharaoh is, remains resolute and he does not listen to them as was predicted. Then Hashem says to Moshe, listen, get up in the morning and you need to stand in front of Pharaoh. And he's going to go again to the water and you're going to tell him, send out my nation so that they should serve me. But if you're not going to, I'm going to send to you Arav, which are wild animals. They're going to come into all of the areas and of the Egyptians, but not into the areas of the Hebrews, not into the area of Goshen, to know that I am, she- I am Hashem in the earth, in, amongst the earth. A few basic questions. Number one is, why did the frogs not just go away, like the locusts we'll see in next week's parasha, are going to go away with a wind? So Rashi explains over there that the locusts are actually delicacies. They can be eaten. Frogs, not so much, not at least not, not in this region of the world. And frogs decay very quickly and are disgusting and are smelly and carry disease. So therefore, the Hashem left them, so the plague had a continued residual effect. Now, you'll notice that the first three plagues um, are facilitated by Aharon, not by Moshe. Why is this? Rashi quotes famous Medrash, which says that Moshe was expressing Hakkara Satoiv, the, 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 the gratitude for the good, which is fascinating because you think about all the three things that... Um, um, that are, are, are impacted is the water, the frogs, and the earth. These are things which helped Moshe, whether it be that he was in the river and he was saved in the river, the frogs took care of him um, during this time, and the earth had covered the Egyptian who, bury, who he buried. So what, what, this seems strange because it actually these are not entities which necessarily are able to appreciate gratitude. They don't say it's a pleasure, they don't respond. But it's obviously a clear indicator that gratitude is about the giver of gratitude more than necessarily the recipient. So that being the case, that's what being described is we're supposed to be people who are appreciative to everything around us. And if we are appreciative to the earth that we step on, then we certainly will be appreciative to human beings, which is the lesson which is being taught over here. Now, next question is, why lice? Why was this the third plague? So as Naira Torah, Sarotskin explains, this is a parallel to the oppressive work they made Israel do with the soil. They fought, remember they were forcing Israel to produce these bricks without even giving them tevin, without giving them straw, backbreaking labor, working to turn the earth into mud, into clay, into bricks. Well, all that earth is disappearing. All that earth is turning into lice. Now, first is a different way of understanding it, and that is that lice usually breed on human beings and animals, but these actually started from the earth in an unusual place for them to be. And this was really a metaphor to the Egyptians that those that they are going to be dispossessed of their culture and country soon and become like these bugs 
seeking carriers which they didn't actually start on as well. It's a metaphor to the Egyptians as to what is going to be coming their way. Another question, what does it mean the sources could not do this with Kenim? Why was this the first plague? So it's interesting, Lama explains that what they were trying to do was not to produce Kenim, but rather to stop Kenim, rather to be able to remove them. And they did have the wherewithal to, but God, through his providence, Hashem, removed the ability of them to be able to, to, to take away. And that's why this was this dumbfounded them and they realized that Hashem was in control. We move on to the next plague, which is why in why wild animals? Why all of this? Are the animals the necessary ones that are coming out here? Hirsch points out that the word arov comes from the word mix. That means to say that the borders between civilization and the wild have now become blurred. You think you're safe in your cities and your domesticated areas? Well, actually, they're going to come right into your town. There's no boundary between. There's going to be an arov, a mixture between the areas as well. And in a certain sense, again, this is going to be another expression of gayrus for the Egyptians of displacement. They are going to have their whole society and the boundaries of their society stretched and blurred because of the, the cruel society that they had set up, treating other human beings in such a way. Xavar Kabbalah, Riyakos Mecklenburg points out, a very beautiful thing, is that actually if you, if you look at it, the history of the Egyptians, they served the animals as deities. Now these animals themselves will in fact attack them. It's interesting to note, looking into um, ancient, uh, ancient Egyptian history, among the animals that the Egyptians worshipped were the baboon, the hippopotamus, the crocodile, and cats. Which meant to say that there are certain carnivores among their deities, and it is most likely that those animals which were around them in the Nile Basin were the ones that were coming into their houses, which is the very idea of what it was that they served turning upon them. With this we close the Aliyah, and we have a wonderful and meaningful day.